0: Today's podcast is brought to you by R City Coffee. You know, I just finished some some of our blueberry sunrise. Son of a mother, is it good? I'm not just saying that because it's ours. Lots of other people have been saying that, and maybe you can be one of those people saying the same damn thing. Go to rcitycoffee.com, use the code BS and get fifteen percent off. Again, rcitycoffee.com, code BS, fifteen percent off right now. Why are you still listening? Go do it. Why are you listening to the podcast? Just go to rcitycoffee.com. Use the code BS, get you some of our blueberry sunrise, or maybe you're, you're into our buttery caramel or our community coffee, whatever you're feeling, go order right now at checkout. Use the code BS as in business and BS, and you'll get 15% off right I like to BS a lot, but we're not great at self-promoting, which we probably should do more of when we talk about it a little bit on this podcast, but us at Current Media Co., we've helped brands and people earn over a million dollars through our video marketing, content work, consulting, social media, all of the above. If you're in this space and you need some help or you just have some questions, feel free to reach out to us directly. We've worked in fitness, health, uh, clothing, Cannabis worked with athletes, influencers. We've done a lot of the past handful of years. If you've got questions, if you want to work with us, if you need some new creative, reach out directly. You can DM us at Business and BS or at Current Media Co. or me directly at PW Current. Today on the podcast, we've got AJ Fuhrman. She just has a good energy to her. She also does PR with Micah Brown, who was our guest on the last podcast. The director of the 30 for 30, Chuck and Tito, now exclusively on ESPN+. We talk about how PR has changed over the years. She's been in it for over a dozen years uh, in different capacities, different spaces. Now she's in entertainment, does a lot with indie films. But we talk about what goes into working with a, a, a person specific, working for a movie. And she does everything from setting up interviews to getting people on red carpets to uh, working with people who have blogs that might fit for what they do. It's, it, the PR is such a, an all-encompassing type thing and she does it all on her end and does a damn good job of it. You can really feel her energy come through on this podcast. And we thank you for listening and hope you enjoy.
1: I'm morally opposed to video conference. At no, all costs yeah. Because I think God invented the telephones That I didn't have to look at people uh, <laughs> no. So I don't I don't want a video conference I don't want people to see me Rolling my eyes at them no. <laughs> Right Or like not Making paying f- attention yeah or, yeah or checking my phone right. Or doodling <laughs> yeah. I'm a chronic doodler in yeah. meetings. So yeah My, my big thing That's is I so draw funny. mazes
0: Do you need me to get like a, a pad of paper out for you So you for can doodle here For the podcast While yes. oh, we're talking Yes Oh yeah that'd be great no. Yeah we, uh, like yesterday, we were talking to the way in. We're rolling here, by the way. Oh, okay. We're great. in. We're, we're in. in. That's Welcome. how we do it. Hi. Yeah, hello. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, and we're talking with Michael who you linked us up with. Yeah, yeah. And initially, we get on. We're trying to do a Zoom combo, which was our first one. Usually, we're here or the other places we've done podcasts, but in person. Yeah. We can kind of like, even though like, I, I don't know if we met at that social media club event. Yeah, but, we, we met at okay, one. Like like, you and yeah. I, I don't think you were yeah. there. For, yeah. for I don't get out seconds. much. seconds. <laughs> yeah. But it was like quick in and out, you know? And I knew who you were and like seeing you on Twitter and that kind yeah. of deal. Uh, but it's always good to like have like a 10 minute rapport for people you don't really know sure, and talk sure. and then you're more comfortable. And then if, yeah. if you want to say fuck, you say fuck instead of worrying about like what right. people might think. I'll say fuck. Yeah. Yes. Fuck's good. Great. Mother, my favorite lo- word. Mother loves it too.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh,
2: Literally mom texts us after everyone. Oh my God. Like, my mom's. You need to stop saying the F word.
1: My mom promised. Uh, I'm, I, my mom doesn't listen to podcasts, but I did promise her I would show her how so she could listen okay, to this yeah. one. So maybe I should curtail my fucks, but. Yeah, right, curtail the fucks. <laughs> Hi mom, <laughs> Hi, mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi mom as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I
0: sent my dad doesn't do anything, you know. so oh. I have to send him links. So I'll send my dad a YouTube link. So all he has to do is click on it. Yeah. Do, podcast, you still gotta like subscribe and you gotta go in and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a lot easier. So yeah. I, I do that.
1: So. Yeah, I think my mom is, uh, it's weird that we're talking about this, but my <laughs> my mom is on an Android device. And I think her next phone will be an iPhone. And I think, like, she would like podcasts. So I will probably teach her how to use, like, the Apple Podcast. Great thing about my mom is, is, like, once you show her, she's got it. Like, she loves the technology. She's into it. Yeah. Like, you know, she's on Facebook. She's on Instagram. Okay. She loves all that stuff. Okay. So my mom's a very smart person. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I feel
2: like the, that, like, you know, if they, good. If, if they would have just called it, like, i don't know am radio on demand instead of calling a podcast right. people wouldn't be right. like as opposed to it like, i mean
1: really what we're doing here is a book on tape in yeah. a way yeah. right like but it's you all know, the same but you it's just, because it started on an apple ipod and right. you needed a clever name to give it and it became a podcast yep. yeah right yeah it's weird yeah. weird that it
0: started like that though yeah it, weird that it even took that long to be to have like a, a not yeah. on demand yeah or,
1: well, and now it's just crazy the growth in podcasting. I'm super <clears> into it. Like Shonda Rhimes just announced that she's starting a podcast production company with iHeart. Will Farrell just announced he's starting a uh, comedy only podcast mm-hmm. company. He's like, with iHeart well, too, isn't he? Yeah, but yeah. they're just these guys are getting funded yeah. like crazy for podcasts. What? Yeah. And why not? Yeah, why, why not? not? Well, and you know? the the production cost is low. The yep. Yep. the ROI is. If you're good at it, if you're a Will Ferrell, you could probably make a lot of money with advertising and I'm so forth. I'm sure far. you could kill it. I oh, mean, yeah. there's 700,000 plus podcasts right now, and I don't know how many of them are actually making money, but Will Ferrell probably is. Conan, Definitely. you know yeah, Joe sure. Rogan, Adam Carolla, these guys, yeah. the Earwolves, and the Podcast One guys.
0: I know. I I talked to um, I don't want to say the name, but like a, 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 a top a 100 podcast, and it was like yeah. six thousand for a read on one. One podcast, oh, and wow. this was like four wow. or five years ago. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, and and I know they had I'd say four to five per podcast. Yeah, so you're looking at
1: yeah. four For to sure. five, and then like yeah. front
2: front and and back end too. So yeah. you're doubling that. Well, look,
1: I was at Adam Carolla's studio on Friday with Micah Brown and yeah. Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell, and he's got. He's got a full studio, like all on his own. It's he's better got, than our studio. Yeah, this is pretty. Yeah. I mean, nice. it's only slightly nicer than your living room. <laughs> a little but bit. But he's got, I mean, he also does all his car restorations there. So it's this big, massive, it's a very <clears throat> cool space. Anyway, yeah. he's, I mean, he could record more than one podcast at a time. He's got different studios. It's a whole operation. Yeah, yeah. So could you imagine? Well, is a two bedroom yeah. apartment. Oh, yeah, wow. Well, yeah. I mean, well, throw a bunch Adam of mics around so and lucky. just talk. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> you, know, you know what I'd like to do, though? My, the baby doesn't sleep in the room yet. He's only five weeks. So it's like, why not make that? A podcast studio
1: <laughs> or a studio
0: for something. You know, we're not using the, he sleeps with us. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. That'll be a, an issue when he's older, but for now, who cares? Yeah. A couple months. Couple, Let's be yeah, efficient. Yeah, with
2: Dad, this how come I got all these microphones in my room?
1: Yeah. 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 Well, look, I've got a nephew who's a, um, you know, 16, 17 months old. And all he wants is just to be with daddy anyway. So like, what does yeah. he need a room for? You yeah. Know? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I agree.
0: I agree. So, the, so I started on the the Zoom thing. So we go and have the yes. Zoom. Uh, we didn't want to do that. I, I, I shouldn't say that. Tim didn't want to do Zoom or Tim wanted to do Zoom. <laughs> I've, I've been wanting to. I don't, yeah. I like the sit down. Sure, talk sure. In person is it. always preferable for us. Yeah. yeah. But, but you know, whatever, you got to do your thing. And we wanted to have the convo. So we said, fuck it. So we go on Zoom doesn't work. He's in middle of nowhere, Nebraska, yeah, yeah, just out yeah, of his high school, yeah, and yeah. he's like, or he's you know, it's all scratchy. I'm like, all right, let's just figure it out a different way. So we end up putting the camera on on the phone and just FaceTiming with him. Okay, and it turned out, it great. out great. It yeah. sounded great. Like, I listened. Yeah,
1: I saw the clips on Instagram, and I also just listened to your. Uh, episode with my friends Lindsay and Kayla, yeah, mm-hmm. which was fantastic. Yeah. Um,
0: so Kayla introed us to you. You introduced yes. us to Micah. This is all one yes, big yes. Very family. Yeah, big, us here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. PR family. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I've I've been a publicist for almost fourteen years now, okay. and I've also been in social media almost as long. And yeah, I met Kayla and Lindsay. I met them through Social Media Club Los Angeles. I was a board member for eight years, and but yeah. not anymore. Not a no, I was a board member this year until about July. Okay. Uh, my career just my, I've been a, a freelance publicist since the end of 2017 and just like my workload got so massive and I'm still kind of learning how to be a freelancer and work for myself. I think it takes a while hmm. to get into that. And, um, I just found myself with so much work, which is, you know, first world problem. Who can, right. mm-hmm. I'd love, yeah, I, it's I a should good be problem. so lucky to yeah. have that year round. And I just felt like I'm the kind of person who like, if I do something, I do it. and if I can't do it 110%, I'm not going to do it. I don't like to set myself up for failure. Right. So I thought about, you know, what was best for me and what was best for the board because I do care about their success and I just felt like it was time for me to, after eight years, to like pull back. I mean, it's a volunteer organization and if I don't even have time to give them volunteer time, like I just, you know... I had to step back and somebody I've, else. I've done my time. In. I was yeah. the president for two years. I was on the board for a total of eight off and on. Like Lindsay is just a superior president. She's so <laughs> good at it. She's so much calmer than I am. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, let them, let them do it. And I still go to the events. Sure. I love being just like a regular member. It never even occurred to me that I could just go show
0: up, talk,
2: show up hang, and like sure. learn, maybe learn a few things, learn stuff. Yeah. 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 How'd you so. get in the PR in the first place?
1: Good question. Um, so I, it's, it's it's not a long story. Uh, I went I went to film school initially. I went to NYU. I went to film school. I was a screenwriting major. Um, I will edit down the long story part. But basically, nine eleven happened right after I graduated from film school. Mm. Uh, my plans to stay in New York got kind of <clears throat> ruined that way. Like there wasn't a lot of economy in New York at the time. People were leaving. Um, businesses were closed temporarily, closing down. I mean, the city was just a mess. It's, sure. I'm sure you can imagine. And if you're too young to imagine, Google it. Um, But uh, (laughs) I ended up moving back to Los Angeles and suddenly was like having this crisis of, you know, I, what do I want to do? Do I really want to be a screenwriter? Do I want to live that like struggling artist life? Mm -hmm. Do I want to live with my parents until I'm 40? I was having this like pre midlife crisis kind of, what do I, what does it all mean? And I didn't know what to do. And uh, I worked at a law firm for four years as an office manager was an entertainment law firm actually learned a lot about the industry just we're
0: working be- there super and being a fly on yeah. the wall
1: yeah yeah it, it shockingly was yeah and and super nice guys they still they're still practicing really nice guys that's surprising um, too also yeah right well daughters. i think you know i kind of lucked out they were all fathers of daughters uh, you know? so i mean maybe that had something token, to do yeah, with right it sure. just three really nice nice Jewish dads. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I was like their, their daughter by relate, you know, but whatever I was their office daughter. Mm -hmm. Um, so anyway, I worked there, but you know, halfway through the the law firm experience, I was like, well, this isn't a career. Like I can't, I don't want to be, like I said, I like to give 110%. And like I had given everything as an office manager, there's, there's not a lot of room for growth and I wasn't planning to go to law school. I wasn't planning to be a lawyer. There wasn't, it wasn't like you can be promoted. I was never going to be a partner in the practice, right? Mm-hmm. So I started to think about, like, what could I do? And all I ever knew since I was, you know, seven years old was that I did want to do something in entertainment. It, it always changed. Sometimes I wanted to be a singer. Sometimes I wanted to be an actress or a dancer or a writer. But I always wanted to be in entertainment and I just didn't know what I wanted to do. And um, I had a screenwriting degree from NYU. And it doesn't really open doors in Los Angeles, much mm. to my surprise, because you're competing against the USC grads and the UCLA grads and the AFI grads and the kids that are networked locally with local sure. alumni. And uh, maybe if I'd stayed in New York, it would have gone differently for me. But there weren't a lot of doors opening for me. So I just decided to like go to grad school. And I didn't, still didn't really know what I wanted to do. But I picked communications as a major because it seemed broad. And it, honestly, like at the time I was like, well, I went to film school, so I never really took math or science in college. Uh -uh. (laughs) I had to take a little of it, but I didn't really feel educationally equipped to go get an MBA. Um never you know I'm just being honest I'm yeah, not yeah. my brother is an exceptional mathematician he's actually uh, works in finance and accounting at Disney so like let him handle that stuff okay. I'm
0: so you got the, the ticket hook up
1: well no. no that's a whole other story okay. but no but um, and, and not not n- not my brother's fault it's just the way his his employment with them works but sure. anyway um, <laughs> so yeah <laughs> so I majored in communications and the very first class I took at USC I started over a summer um. I took one class and I went at night so that I could keep working at the law firm and pay my bills. And, uh, the first class I called took was these two guys named Judson Ferdin, I think. And Josh Mooney, Josh and I are still friendly. Um, the class, I believe the class was called entertainment and the internet. And <laughs> this was in 2006 and the, okay. the term social media didn't exist yet. Yeah, um, yeah. Twitter was still TWTTR. I was literally like the 9,003rd person to join Twitter, no something shit. like that. Wow. I was on Myspace, I was on Friendster. <laughs> um, you I weren't ju-
0: on the Facebook? Well, the so Facebook I started going to USC
1: and taking this class and at the time you had to have a, dot, a current dot .edu to join the Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the all the kids, I was 26, so I was a little bit older than yeah. most of the grad students because most of them came right out of college they were all like, oh, you have to join the Facebook. You have yeah. a new EDU email. And I was like, great, I'm gonna get on it. So I did. And this, <laughs> this particular class was about um, social media, even though we weren't calling it that. It was how to use um, internet platforms to enhance a brand. And our final project that semester was to create a company and how you mm. would use social media to like sell it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember ours had something to do with having a talk show on Amazon, and boy, were we forward thinking, right? Yeah, right? Like, yeah. isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah. So I was like, but I was hooked. And that I was, was like, Amazon books, probably just yeah, the time. yeah, 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 for sure. And like, I was hooked. I was like, I love this shit. Like, this is this is it. I want yeah. I want to use this internet stuff. Like, yeah. I was the it. interwebs, the interwebs, <laughs> yeah. And then um, the following fall, I took a class called I think it was called like image management. With a guy named Dan Durbin and that was about public relations and I thought wait a second why isn't anybody in public relations using social media like why isn't anyone doing both things in in conjunction with one another why don't I do that and so I did and my my thesis paper when I graduated was about how so by then I think by 2008 when I graduated the term social media was in existence and my graduate thesis was you know, you have to propose a hypothesis, right? So my hypothesis was that social media was going to revolutionize the entertainment industry. And everyone was like, no, it's a fad, you know? know. And I was like, "Huh? I mean, I'm right, right? Yeah, so yeah. and my thesis was, I think it was like 72 pages long. Oh, I had to present oh it goodness. and argue it and defend it. And, you know, the whole thing you do with a thesis, for those who don't know, um, a panel of professors sit in front of you and you have to basically summarize your thesis and and prove it and defend it against mm-hmm. their questions of you. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a very high grade on it. I, I was lucky that most of my friends at this point all worked in the entertainment industry. So I had access to a lot of um, co workers and executives. And uh, I remember I talked to a producer on the show Big Brother on CBS, yeah. which was one of the first shows to use the internet to dictate yeah, yeah, the outcome oh, of a yeah. show because they would have people vote online oh, for right. things to happen in the house. That's and right. so I was able to talk to him. I think his name was uh Rich Meehan or Rich Mehan Scott.
2: You're good Rich? with names. Yeah, right. Wow. I couldn't not tell always. you one professor's name. Not always. I, I have but, a
1: really weird memory. Like yeah. I could tell you what hotel room we stayed in on a vacation in like nineteen eighty seven. <laughs> I couldn't tell you for the life of me what I had for dinner last night. Like oh, yeah. not a clue. Yeah, you're one of so those yeah. it's it's a very strange thing going on up there. Um <laughs> so yeah so Basically, like halfway through my tenure at USC, um, I went to this like jobs workshop on a Saturday. It was supposed to be educational. We were actually specifically instructed not to bring our resumes. It was not to mooch off these generous alumni who would come back to talk to us. I ignored those instructions. Mm -hmm. I gave my resume to the senior vice president of corporate communications for Hallmark Channels. She seemed really nice. Um, she apparently at the time was having a really hard time finding an assistant and poof, halfway through grad school, I had my first job in the entertainment industry. I was a publicity assistant at the Hallmark channels.
2: Because (laughs) you handed her your resume then? Well,
1: that was on a Saturday. I ended up going in for an interview on Monday. She offered me the job the next day. I gave two weeks notice at the law firm who were extreme, you know, they knew that my time with them was getting, getting limited. Um, so Yeah went over to Hallmark channel I worked at Hallmark as a assistant I got promoted at some point but I was there for four and a half years and I've kind of bounced around ever since okay yeah so you,
0: so you did you worked for companies until two two 2017 and then you yeah. went freelance yeah so did, yeah when you left did you have people you're working for already or were you just like fuck it I'm gone now nah, let me find people or do, you, or do you typically work with I know like for this case yeah with, yeah. with Micah you work with Micah might uh, hired me himself yeah okay but so do you typically work with like a single person or do you do brand consulting like are you doing both of that
1: well one of the benefits of being a freelance publicist is that i get to pick and choose my yeah. own clients right whereas before for example i was most recently the head of pr and social media for independent film distributor my responsibility was to promote Whatever they were putting out, even if I thought the movie was garbage, hmm. even if it was a horror movie, I hate horror movies. They, I'm, I'm a wimp. Yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> I, it was my responsibility, to, because I would that was my client, my sole client. Yeah. So the benefit of being freelance is that. I can say no i don't i don't think this is a fit for me so i get to pick and choose and i've gotten to work on some really cool projects as a result of that you know i do i get to work with individuals like micah who's a director and so in that instance it's a little tricky because technically my client is micah not the film but the film is his film right but i do want to make sure he's getting mentioned Um, Sometimes my client is the movie itself, whereas I'm hired by the distributor of the Mm -hmm. film or the producers. So my job is to get the film reviewed and get people to interview the actors in the film and make sure that sites like Fandango are listing it and that sort of thing. Um, I've also worked on web series, I've worked on musicians. Um, I do have some music history, like, I have some music experience in Mm -hmm. my background. Uh, I worked with one of the former American Idol contestants when she launched an album. Um, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> but, <laughs> just the first on the head. No, no, no. But I, I, I'm a big Kelly fan girl. I just went to a taping of her talk show. Did you? I okay. did. She's. I awesome. saw
0: this on uh, on our TV. One of these
1: days
2: What is she on what, what is I saw that she had a talk show She's
1: syndicated she? I think So she tapes at NBC I think here locally In Los Angeles She airs the hour Before Ellen On Channel 4 That's oh, okay. um, Probably so nice Yeah, yeah. So nice. yeah, yeah. I, mm. I could be wrong But I think Ellen Might be a producer On her show oh, I'd that. have to check that That's interesting. Okay. Um but yeah, yeah, she's, her show is great. It's actually, um, we're getting on such a tangent here, but yeah, how we do that her, here? Yeah. her, that's, that's the BS part of things. <laughs> Excellent. Her talk show <laughs> is, I guess it had like the biggest debut week of any talk show in really? a very long time. Wow. So that's oh. people love talk her. shows. Yeah. She's adorable. Yeah, she really is. She's very genuine. Being at the taping was a lot of fun. Um, cause you get to see like, you know, what happens in between shoot and, uh, she, she, nothing changes. She is the same person off camera as she is on camera. She's just a big dork. She's lovely. Yeah. She's so cute. You I mean she's cracking jokes about how her hair is not really her hair and, yeah. um, that she's hormonal and taking thyroid medication <laughs> and that's why she loses her hair. And she's, I mean, half of this stuff is on camera. Half of it isn't. I mean, she's great. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, so I worked with, you know, I've worked with musicians. I've worked with, I've had a lot of cool opportunities, you know, so like getting to work with Micah, who is a director. Um, another one of my clients right now is the director of an IMDB animated series called you're not a monster. Um, you know, I also,
0: so how many, when you, when you're working, um, with clients, how many right now do you have per like, I don't know, like for Micah specifically, Is he hiring you for just to lead up or, and then post
1: film? I mean, yeah, it varies. It varies. I've had clients hire me when they're in production. Um, so, you know, in, in that situation, I'm often responsible for going to set, bringing a photographer, making sure photos Uh, are getting taken, making if press, maybe potentially having press visit the set during the shoot, um, putting together a press kit so that when they're promoting the film later, they have it. Yeah. Um, In Micah's situation for uh, Chuck and Tito, his 30 for 30, I was brought on just to promote him and the launch of the film. So I've only been with him about three weeks and I'll probably Mm. be with him for about two more. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it varies. And, and, you know, most of my clients, the majority of the people I work with are in the independent film space Mm. and their budgets are very limited. Sure. And I chose that path because I have a personal passion for indie film and a lot of those guys bring me on for four weeks, six weeks. It's very short-lived because their budgets are so constrained. Um, And a lot of people, when they're making their movie, because their budgets are so tight, they don't think about publicity until later,
0: Uh which I I get. I mean, you have
1: to prioritize. Obviously, getting the film made is more important. For them, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then also, sometimes I'm doing social media. Sometimes I'm just doing PR. Sometimes I'm doing both. I have one client right now, and I'm just handling social for him. So it, it really varies. But like I said, that's the fun part about being a freelancer. I get to yeah, pick yeah. and choose yeah. and I get to work on stuff that I wouldn't normally get to work on. And it's super fun.
0: Yeah.
2: Other than yeah. like music and film, do you have any other like preference? Or like to, what, what a client would look like?
1: Um, What a client would look like? Yeah. You.
2: Or like or spaces. To, yeah. Yeah. Me? Like Does it, yeah. it look six foot two? I mean, preferably he looks like Brad Pitt. Okay.
1: No. Um. <clears throat> I'm very aware, by the way, that this microphone, I'm like drinking tea. I'm swallowing. I'm good. so yeah, sorry, yeah, everybody. Yeah, it's whatever. Um, my client, I mean, I just want someone who, so here's the thing I have found, especially with when you get to like an A-lister or because, you know, I like indie film, but indie film often involves like a, a Chris Evans or these guys, they do make independent films, yeah. right? So I have gotten to work with some pretty top tier talent, which is a lot of fun. What always is disappointing or frustrating to me is when they say, like, I will do whatever it takes <laughs> to get this film out there. And then it's like, well, great. Here are like 19 interview opportunities and their personal publicist will be like, well, we're only going to do two of
0: them. Uh, sure. You know, so like <laughs> yeah. my
1: ideal client is someone who is really willing, like genuinely willing to do yeah. everything they yeah. can to promote a film who is... um. Who is going to make themselves available to do it. You know, a lot of times these actors make these projects as favors, or they know the director, or the director's a friend. So they make the movie, and then they move on to their next project, and we never hear from them again. That's sure. always a bummer. I get that, like, to get an indie film out there, sometimes you need to get, like, Tom Cruise to be in your movie just to get it sold. But then, unfortunately, Tom's off to make Mission Impossible 7. Yeah. Or 17, and you know. And yeah, and it's just another on top of it. Yeah. And I'm just arbitrarily picking names. By the way, I've yeah. never worked with Tom Cruise, but i would like to call me. Uh, <laughs> he's actually listening. Definitely. Oh good. Yeah. Hi Tom. Yeah. Big yeah. Big, fan of, big
2: the show. fan of business and BS.
1: Oh, well, definitely don't tell him about my obsession with Scientology. Okay. <laughs> um <clears throat> So yeah, you know, it's it's you know, so back to what's my ideal client? Genuinely willing, available. Um you know, preferably someone who understands gratitude. Uh, <laughs> there's a saying, the publicist is always the first one to get blamed and the last one to get credit. I have, unfortunately, in 13 years, have found that to be true. Okay. So we love to hear thank you. We love to hear good job, just like everybody else. Um, well, it's, that's funny because we, you know, when we've done stuff
0: with brands, with athletes, it's usually athletes, right, fitness, right, right. fitness people. Some of the bigger fitness names have PR, PR people they work with. And it's usually like, damn it, we got to go through the PR person. Like, yeah, yeah. Because it's usually just a wall. Yeah. And it's, it's like, we haven't had positive experiences with like PRs, agents, managers. Mm-hmm. It's usually like, and it's not like they're assholes. It's right. typically, it's usually just like a wall to get through what you're trying to do. And then it like takes forever. Yeah. And then communication's yeah. not great and yada, yada.
1: Yeah. Well, and I'm in the same boat because I don't typically represent individuals unless they're directors. But yeah, when I work on a movie, you know, for example, I worked on this really fun little indie comedy called Austin Found when I was at my last job <laughs> at the distributor That's cool name. Austin Found, right? Cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um Linda Cardellini, uh, Cra- uh Craig Robinson, um Patrick Warburton, um I'm just like blanking, but it was like an ensemble of comedic actors all you have heard of and instead of being able to like, for example, book Linda on like a talk show, I've got to go to her publicist. So like, mm, even though mm. I'm the publicist on the movie, I've still go to, to all these individual got to go to all these individual publicists. publicists. And, you know, whereas let's just, again, arbitrarily picking a name, since I mentioned her, let's just say Linda Cardellini was in this movie and is, had a great experience making it and is friends with the director. If I was going to ask Linda, will you do an interview with you know, X, Y, Z, huh. she might say, yes, but because I've got to go to the publicist right. and the publicist makes their own decisions sometimes without asking the client, without asking a Linda or yeah. whomever, the, the publicist says no. So, you know, it's, I'm in the same boat you guys are for, yeah. in that sense. Sure. Right. Sure. It's, it. it's yep. very frustrating. Yeah. 100%. yeah. It definitely yeah. is.
0: Like it, there's one guy I'm thinking about specifically and um, reached out to the PR person. The PR person is very short mm-hmm. and was like, what are we making? essentially like that's not what they said but and it was like wait is the pr person kind of being a dick or is it uh going from the right. i almost said his name idiot oh don't do that whatever Bleep. Tom, cruise. I've, uh, yeah. tom cruise tom cruise yeah. <laughs> damn it or if it's like coming from that person like dude, who's you right know, but right. It, but it's not a good look but that's, they're representing that's them, your yeah. yeah that's your that's your front well, and door it's hard right person. and i think
1: a lot of these actors don't well, first of all, I think some actors hire their publicists to be the bad guy so that they don't have to And be. that makes sense to And too. that's that's fair. And I yeah. often I have told m- the Micahs and the Franks and the clients of mine, I'm like, "Let me be the bad guy. Yeah. That's what you pay me for." Like yeah. that's put me on copy on the email so that if you email someone and they don't respond to you, let me be the one who hits reply all and says, "Hey guys, we're still waiting for an answer here." Yep. Yeah. Yep. Why should you have to do that? Right? Let let me earn my retainer. Yes. So I get that. But at the same time, I think a lot of these actors maybe uh Oh, oh, hello. Oh,
0: sh- Slap the shit out of the
1: hand. Mission Impossible. Wow. I think he's dropping from the ceiling. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think a lot of these actors also don't realize that sometimes it could be harming their reputation, not necessarily with consumers, but with the peoples of me, people like me of the world, right? So like next time my distributor wants to acquire a film and I see that, you know, John Smith is in this movie, I'm going to say, hey, before you acquire that movie, just so you know, that mm-hmm. guy's publicist is an asshole yeah. and he will not be doing press for us, I don't care what he says. I don't care like who says they're buddies with him, yeah. the publicist is gonna turn everything down. Yeah. And maybe the distributor will be like, okay, we're not gonna acquire that film. So it, it behooves you to know <coughs> What your publicist is turning down and not turning and turning away, yeah, and yeah. so yeah, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting game we yeah. all play. I was
2: gonna say because it's different for everybody too. Yeah, so yeah. Like some publicists might be playing the bad guy role, but some might not have right. Be communicating with the client, and just right? And taking on the role. Yeah,
1: the best though is when I get into a rare situation, like for example. Um, I do occasionally get to get to work with an actor who just says yes to whatever, who genuinely believes that this indie film deserves a chance and wants to promote it however they can. And even though their publicist is kind of a dick, they're like, just go to me just go, just <laughs> here's my number, just text yeah, me yeah. or just email me or go to my personal <laughs> assistant instead. You know, so that has happened. That's always a lot of fun. And then I feel like I'm getting away with something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. How are you getting most of the people you work with? Is it typically, typically word of, word of mouth. mouth. Yeah. I do a
1: little bit of hustling. Um, but like I said, I've been in pub- publicity in one form or another for almost 14 years. So I'm really lucky that a lot of people know me and trust me and yeah. give my name out. I, I got to work with Micah through uh, a friend of mine, Lauren Rentschler, who has her own PR agency called William Raymond Communications. She primarily represents uh, NFL athletes mm. and a few other professional athletes. I don't think she's limited to just football. Um, you guys should meet her. She lives right over here. Too. Deal. Deal. Um, intro. <laughs> intro. Less. Intro. See, here we go. <laughs> yeah. D- These yeah. mics are portable. Let's
2: walk <laughs> yeah. <by> down there. <laughs> Let's just go down to her. Yeah. 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 Knock,
1: um, knock, knock. She lives by this great little uh, cafe that I like to go. Anyway. Um so do, do tell. So anyway, she she someone came to her and said, Hey, do you know anyone who does documentaries? Huh. And she's like, I've got the perfect person for you. I have done sports documentaries before also. And lo and behold, there we go. So like, you know, I get a lot of my business that way. Yeah, Word yeah. of mouth, friend of a friend. Um I always joke if you refer me, you can expect a very nice gift. I do. I love to send people these this amazing chocolate cake when they refer hey, business. Yeah. Whoa. So, Good you know. To know. Whoa. Blackmail. Whoa. Um, Good to know. Um, so yeah, that's, that's genuinely, genuinely how I've gotten like 90% of my business is word of mouth. It's It's been really nice. Yeah. When I, when I left my last company, someone else who had left the company just like a month before me was at a film distributor and like literally a day after I left that job started hiring me. So I was off and running very quickly. It was very overwhelming, but very exciting. Yeah. So
0: well, you're in the relationship business.
1: Yes, public relations. Yes. I think people forget that relations. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure yeah a publicist like is only as good as their relationships, their press contacts. Um, I used to say only as good as their Rolodex, but no one uses Rolodexes anymore. What's that? Yeah. yeah right. Right. I've had dads. Don't oh, joke. Sure I, I just says. spoke at. Um, I spoke a few weeks ago at a Cal State Northridge PR club meeting thing and I asked them how many of you know what a Rolodex is and I think only half of them raised their hands really? you know? yeah. I mean yeah rightfully so these kids are 18 years old yeah. they grew up in an age they they were born I mean I can't even imagine they they didn't live in the 1900s like they didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah.
0: Wild. They didn't they didn't have to pay for text. so like when your friends would text you you'd be like dude i don't have don't yeah, text. don't yeah, text yeah, yeah. me oh yeah. my yeah. god remember yeah. when text yeah. wasn't I free what oh, yeah. did they do yeah. oh.
1: i was just joking the other day i used to find my way around when i turned 16 i had a thomas guide
0: nice did yeah. you guys have thomas Guides? I did not, but I know for you're those about who
1: don't know it was a giant spiral bound book that everyone had in the car and it was literally a book of maps <laughs> and like christopher columbus you had to Find your way around the city. This yeah. was pre-internet, pre-MapQuest and Google Maps. Yeah. 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 And then I think the graduation was too, like Googling or MapQuesting your directions and, and printing, printing them out. out. Yeah. yeah and out. then you had this document yeah. on your dashboard or on the seat next to you. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. We're, take it. Don't take it for granted, kiddies. Yeah, you have it real. so it's easy so, now. So
2: Especially in LA. I would not be able to get around right? LA. Oh my God. Think about it, having a map. Like
0: think about coming here on a
2: it map. It does nothing yeah. for you.
1: you well, I like. mean, and the joke in my family is like, you know, I'm... I'm not blessed with a great sense of directions. Like I could get lost, going. Could get lost going to the refrigerator. So yeah, like, yeah. you know, my brother is amazing. If you like spun him around 30 times and said, which way is north? He would just tell you. Hmm. But me, I'm like, what's north? Yeah, like yeah. I don't have a clue. Well, yeah. we,
0: we were sitting the other day and Kayla was telling Tim about, we, we were filming this event and Kay, Kayla was like, all right, you're going to go here, turn right this place, turn left there, turn right there. And Tim was like, "Okay, like had it," and I was like, "I have no idea where. <laughs> yeah. You're like, it, how what did I end up in Chico? In? What? Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, no, I'm, I'm not, and, and thank God for like GPS and maps and things yeah, yeah. now because you don't even need to think about it. Yeah, it's and it's great for someone like me. I just I can't do it. Yeah. I remember one time my brother and I were driving home from a Kings game. We're big hockey fans, and he was like, oh, you want to do something fun? And I'm like, fun means like we're going out for ice cream, right? No, no, no. <laughs> fun to him was like turning off the GPS and just finding his Trying way home. And I was like, are you crazy? Yeah, that funny? is crazy. <laughs> to him, that's fun. And I'm like yeah, yeah. sitting in the front seat like, why are you driving like a crazy yeah. person? Yeah. So, and if my mom is still listening to this, she's laughing right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. That's <laughs> funny. So It when does you... sound like fun though. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, no, Say this. It doesn't sound fun. No, yeah, it sounds terrifying to me. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: When you so relationship wise, yeah. again, it's a relationship business. Yeah, yeah. So and a lot of their stuff is similar ish. Are you sending when you when you have put together your press kits, you put together your interviews, that kind of stuff? Is it the same types of people typically you're reaching back out to, saying, hey, I know you, we loved you with this. With this film, now I have this other film. Are you interested? Like, is it fairly cyclical as far as Um, the types of people? It
1: can be. I mean, because I work in a lot on a lot of independent films, I am dealing with a lot of the same press. Um, But then, you know, you get into genres, right? So, like for example, uh, if I'm on a horror film, I'm definitely reaching out to the websites that specifically cover horror and maybe even sci-fi and like nerd fandom, if if it applies. you know, if it's something involving sports, there's a whole another slate of websites. Business and BS and podcast. Business yes. and BS. Yes, there yes. There are a whole bunch of other things I can reach out to. So it just depends on the genre of the piece of the yeah. client. Um, but yeah, I mean, almost always I'm reaching out to the same people, like Variety, Hollywood Reporter, Deadline. com. Um, those are what we call the trade publications. Those are the biggies. Um, you know, and we're we're dealing we're in a really interesting time right now in the entertainment industry because there is more content than ever before. There are more distribution apparatuses than ever before Mm -hmm. and there's all these OTTs and OTT for anyone who's listening who doesn't know means over the top. So it's anything on top of television. So like Mm -hmm. your Netflixes, your Roku's, your Amazon, etc. Those are OTT platforms or devices depending and it's just there's so much content but the amount of press available to us has not changed, mm. right? So they've become even more picky hmm. and more selective. Okay. And Netflix is very sexy. So if you're not on Netflix, but you're on something smaller, like maybe a a Tubi or a Pluto, although Pluto's growing, like yeah. it's they
2: just got bought, uh, didn't they?
1: They did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Pluto is uh, Viacom, pa- or? Viacom or Paramount, something like yeah. that. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's hard to get press coverage even more so than ever before. So thank God there's 700,000 podcasts and thank God there's an internet and there's, you know, influencer marketing is a whole other beast. I know you guys talked a little bit about that with Lindsay and Kayla a couple episodes back, but, um, you know, thank God there's influencers because I will, do whatever is in the best interest of my client to get people to talk about the film or the product or the the series, or what have you. Yeah. So I need all of those things to exist now. It's really hard to get coverage for the little guy. Huh. You know, did, on, did you do you any
0: influencer ones with him? For, for the, 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 Chuck and Tito? Yeah.
1: No, no, I didn't. Um, it's a. It's Was that kind more of a, just
0: because you were? micah and not
1: i was just yeah Yeah, i wonder how that yeah 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 i've done i've done a lot of i've been working with influencers for a decade i mean it's something that is trendy now but when i started doing it less so um i used to work at a pr agency called think jam okay uh tremendous agency they do amazing work um and a lot of their clients are in the home entertainment space so when i worked with Mm. them one of our clients was a pre-disney 20th century fox home entertainment And we created a program for Fox at the time called Fox Home Ent Insiders. And this was like, it was like a Tumblr site. And if you were a member of the Insiders, you had a login and you could join and we gave you exclusive access to screeners and giveaway prizes and things that you could put on your blog. Right. So it was like an early and we didn't pay the money because mm-hmm. the 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 compensation was the exclusive access. Right. They were getting access to things that other people weren't. Nowadays, you probably couldn't get away with that. I would probably have to give them all hundreds of dollars to participate because a lot mm-hmm. of influencers are charging now. But um, yeah, so like working with influencers. it Yeah, I've done it. I've done it is the okay. answer. Just but not for this. Topic. Not with Chuck and Tito. Yeah. No, no. I mean, look, I, I could, but. Um, I'd probably have to talk to you guys because I've never dealt with MMA influencers. Well, I'll tell you what. They're cheap.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they're a lot yeah. more accessible if than like... At, say that. They are. I remember talking to a girl one time. You say they're affordable. Yeah, Affordable. Cheap. Cheap, whatever. <laughs> Quality investment. Uh, so I remember talking to a, a, a lady who's a, a big-name fighter. At the time, uh, she had like three hundred fifteen thousand followers on Instagram, mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. know, big, big across platforms. And we we're talking to somebody else who's uh, was on a reality show and had three hundred thirty thousand followers. Yeah, hers were more engaged, but it wasn't that huge of a difference. Sure, sure. And it was. Um, it That's was, the
1: key, right? By the way, engagement. Yeah. Of like course, I don't of care course. if you've got ten million followers Doesn't if matter. only five of them are buying it. Right. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Uh, just we we were looking we were working with a brand and they just wanted they were doing a campaign it was like a, a June launch or something they wanted one static post and the the girl who was on the reality show and was very savvy from social it was th- uh, three thousand dollars for the one post okay and the other girl three hundred dollars and I was like you're just not charging enough. Like based on where she was and looking at kind right. of her back end, I was like. You're, so you're you saying be... that
1: the girl charging 300 okay. had better engagement?
0: No, no, no. She was slightly less. Oh, okay. but it wasn't. It wasn't a tenfold. Wasn't a noticeable difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah and I, I said that to her. I said you should be charging more. Just FYI. Yeah. She was just and, more
2: focused on her MMA career and not. Anything yeah. Else. And and
0: yeah. she's with, um, no, she's with a big agency. I don't know. Yeah. That probably doesn't make it that obvious who yeah. it is, but maybe it does. Well, maybe it's, it's funny
1: because there are. Um, you know, look in my in my business, we're we're used to dealing with the William Morises, CAA, like those agents, right? Yeah. But now, people are bringing on agents just for influencer type business. It's a whole separate sure. agency now. It's really interesting. Um, I just did a camp an influencer campaign with one of my film distributor clients, and I was looking for influencers, and I said. I put kind of like an APB out, right? Looking for influencers. Do not want to go through an agency. I want to deal with influencers directly. And I get this nasty email from yeah. an agent who was like, "If nasty is probably overstating, but it did eventually get nasty. He was <laughs> like, if you don't mind my asking, like, why I have I rep so-and-so and so-and-so, and why don't you want to deal with an agent? And I was like, because I don't want to have emails like this. Yeah. yeah. I just, well, well, right. Yeah. Like, I just want to... And I don't want... I don't want my influencer to upcharge me because they're going to have to give an agent 10%. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like I want to pay you $500 and I want to pay you $500. <sighs> yeah. I don't want to pay you 550 because you have to give 50 bucks yep. Yep. to your agent. So, my I'm working on an independent film. My budget is limited. I am perfectly capable of running an influencer campaign on my own. I do not need Fifteen middlemen involved, mm-hmm, yeah. also, right? So it, the email back and forth with this guy, out, like he was trying to change my mind. I was trying to say I've been doing <laughs> this a long time. You're not going to change my mind. Yeah. So yeah. So and and unfortunately, none of his clients got business out of it. So whatever. Yeah, yeah. But there yeah, you yeah. The influencer culture. It's really, really. It's it's tedious. It's a lot of work. It it's is very hard. And it's- I'm an influencer too. I have a a niche. Or what I guess they would call now—I'm a micro influencer. I'm not really sure. There's all this to sure, you. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I have a From I have a separate Instagram account where I exclusively post about brunch. Like that's it. I just really like brunch, and it became a thing. And people comp me meals. Just and that's I could probably be asking that's for genius, payment, but genius. I don't. Right? Yeah, it's cool. Brunch it's, is yeah, fun. Yeah. I just like to get free food. Yeah, who doesn't? Yeah.
2: Where's the best brunch on the west side?
1: On the west side? Yeah. Oh God. Does, me to, okay. Give me top three then. So like, but like when you say West Side, do you mean like Santa Monica or like West LA? I, like I'm, when I West say, okay. Okay. I'm
2: saying far. Santa Monica down to like Manhattan Beach.
1: Oh goodness. Okay. West, well, West of the Fourth? Manhattan Beach Beach Post, excellent brunch, superior okay. brunch. Okay. Uh, Noted. Right, right. You want something? Um, oh God, what's it called? Um, the Misfit. Okay. On uh, it's over by the Third Street Promenade. Yep. Like, I think it's off. On Broadway? arizona or something? something yeah i know we're talking know, one about of those side streets. I can see the sign uh misfit super fun brunch Excellent Bloody Mary. I love Bloody Marys. Mm-hmm. I'm not a mimosa mm-hmm. person. Okay. I'm a Bloody Mary person. Uh, I just had a great brunch experience at Ingo's Tasty Diner on Wilshire. Not Total, one of these. Right? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm here for. Yeah, that's why they call so, oh, it. We, uh, we
0: did follow the, the, the page. Oh, yeah. thanks, guys. Yeah. What,
1: what, uh, was that? what was it called? Ingo's, Ingo's? Tasty okay. Diner. And don't be deceived by the way it looks outside. On the outside, it looks like it's a deli that's been here for like 300 years. <laughs> okay. You walk inside, and it's like going back to like the 40s. Um, And they have live jazz playing And the food is amazing An unbelievable Bloody Mary Like maybe one of the best I've ever had Okay Just the, The most fun experience Such a cool vibe Like I'm I was happy to go there and have a free meal and pu- it's you know because I don't always like honestly I don't always like the place as much as I liked that one so that was lovely so are highly recommend it Are
0: these people reaching out to you and saying come come here for brunch or you're going yeah, there sometimes, and you, you reach know out to them?
1: a lot of people and I have an advantage mm-hmm. because I am a publicist so a lot of people in PR use um, media databases that we subscribe to and so like I can type in like sailing and find everyone who writes about sailing so I went ahead and put myself in there as somebody who covers Ah, food Uh, because I have the advantage of having access to that platform. Although anyone can do it. You don't have to have a subscription. You just have to know to look for it. But, um, I get a lot of pitches that way about food related stuff. I've developed some relationships with hospitality PR representatives, but also because I have this Instagram account And I engage with restaurant accounts and they follow me back. You know, if they comment on something I post, I'll be like, hey, by the way, if you're ever hosting influencers for coverage, let me know. I don't charge. Like just hosting means you're going to pay for my meal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That just, just kind of goes, I end up with like two or three free brunches a month. It's that doesn't great. suck. No. no, it doesn't yeah. suck. It's lovely. It I always, to always try to take yeah. different friends. I always have to have a plus one because then I can order more food and I don't want to sit there as one person and look like a glutton. <laughs> so, you know, I'll bring my mom or yeah. I'll bring like one of my friends who doesn't get to, you know, I try to like yeah. break well, it up. I, so. I like Bloody Marys. Okay. Yeah. Good to yeah, know. Right. Good to <laughs> know, guys. I don't, but I like food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we'll go. We'll go brunch. We'll brunch. <laughs> deal. We'll, deal. brunch sold. Yeah.
0: Uh, before we get you out of here. Yeah, Because I know we have, we have time here. 10 minutes. <sighs> oh, okay. Got, and then you got to get to the car.
1: Right, right, right. There's a street cleaning street happening. Street cleaning, yeah. It's very serious. You
2: know how many times I've heard the street sweeping? Not here, but like in Santa Monica. Oh, and like, yeah. by the time you hear the street sweeping, you're like, fuck. Got that $74 Well, I have at home
1: right now, they're putting up like a ton of apartment buildings in my neighborhood. And this morning I was woken up. My dog howls at Sirens. Oh, no. So there was some kind of machine happening at the building they're constructing right behind me. And I guess he thought it was like a fire engine. So I wake up at 5.30 this morning to just a howling oh. puppy. And I was like, oh, God, this is so terrible. <laughs> but, like, also, it's really adorable. But, yeah, I'm, I'm used to hearing construction 24 hours mm-hmm. a day right now. You're
0: kind of in my world then where I wake up at 4.30 every day for a, well, you have for a the baby. baby. Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Well, it's my
1: it. brother. my brother had his baby, um like, a month and a half after I got my puppy and I was like, Oh good. So we're both sleep deprived. Like we, I was joking. I was joking. I was like, at least you can put yours in a crib and walk away. Mine has to be taken outside. (laughs) True.
0: (laughs) True. Yeah. True. Yours can also feed, feed itself. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean pros and cons, pros and cons. I would
1: never in a million years try to argue that having a dog (laughs) is harder than having a baby human. There's a
0: a Bill Burr comedian Mm -hmm. bit and his, he's got a bit about like, he does that where he's like talks about his dog. He's like, I got a dog. He's like, my dog bites someone. You know, he gets he gets put down. Your dog bites someone. He just gets in trouble. He's like, I got higher stakes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny bit. That's great. I have to a, look that up. Like 2014 or something. I like Gilbert. That That's. Funny. I do too. He's yeah. the best. He's the best. I met him once. I, I think. May, have I told this on here? I don't know. So I, I took advantage of an opportunity. So he, I listened to his podcast and happened uh, not so much anymore, but did at the time a lot. And he was talking about how he was putting it together a gym a home gym in his new
1: place. Yeah. Probably three years ago now. Probably just like the Rocks gym, right? (laughs) No, but yeah, but it's probably nice. And he was talking
0: about like putting it together and he's like, I wish he's I'm talking about Rogue. Rogue's the brand name. I'm talking about Rogue all the time. They should just send me some free shit. They didn't. He bought the stuff, (laughs) then they did. So he's like, I got all these free weights. What the hell am I gonna do with it? And he talked about it on his podcast on Monday and I immediately tweeted at him, I said, Hey I'll come get those weights off your off your hands right now. Like tell me where to go. Yeah. So he uh, tweets back at me, surprisingly. Shut up. Pretty quickly, and was like, "Hey, I've got a show tonight, seven thirty. Here's the address. Show up, I'll get you to him." So I I show up. He gives me this the brand new weights. I put them in the trunk of Timmy's car. Timmy and his car, his girl, um, and he's like, "Hey, do you want to go to the show? I got you know, I can just copy a ticket."
1: So now like, you're like Best friends with Bill Burr
0: Couldn't have been any nicer That's awesome You know a lot of people Like that You, you never know I mean Yeah yeah for hit, sure Yeah, Some yeah. people even seem cool And you're like This is the biggest dickhead Of all time Yeah 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 Um, But count me that Count me the ticket So I sat in there Watched the show by myself For an hour That's amazing Drove home And then sold the weights For 500 bucks Like within, within a month Yeah so it was You know <laughs> I took advantage Of an opportunity
1: Oh my god Does Bill yeah. Burr know That he gave you weights Just for you to turn around Probably and sell? not well, well, He, he probably know. would love that Actually Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: Well, well but the thing He was bitching about he was like I was gonna take him to play it against sports and he's like but I know I'm gonna sell him to him for a dollar and they're gonna sell him yeah, back yeah for a thousand yeah, yeah. he's like I don't want them just taking my money yeah so I don't know if you talk he about feels business good. and BS but yeah. but, <laughs> but it also you know I needed the money at the time so that five hundred yeah, bucks went yeah, a long yeah. way oh that's hilarious yeah. I love it that's yeah. great yeah so there's my Bill Door
2: you were, you were about to say something else though I forget and I interrupted you.
0: Oh for oh last thing. Yeah. Yeah because again we gotta get out of here now we have seven minutes. Damn it um for as far as like PR biz. Yes. Uh, there's a gazillion things within it. How do you think people should be changing and improving within how they currently are in the space. Cause I know it's PR 10 years ago, 12 years ago is totally different than it was three years oh, yeah, ago, which is yeah. totally different than it is now. Where do you see things needing adjustment? Cause you're in the biz. We yeah, fringely yeah, yeah. see it. And then how do you adjust on the monthly yearly basis to, to fit what's going on in the entertainment world?
1: Yeah. Well, I think, I think a lot of what's happening right now, um, is the big PR agencies are They're losing staff like crazy. A lot of Mm. people are leaving and starting their own boutique agencies and um, they're growing in skill sets, right? You can't just be a PR person anymore. You have to be a me and like also know about social media or marketing or, um, you know, people can't always afford to hire a person to do five separate things. They need one person who can do all five, right? So I think the way we're changing right now is that the big agencies need to acquire more talent that has a broader skill set i think that um if the big agencies don't want to keep losing their staff they're going to have to offer more educational opportunities and more exciting opportunities yeah some of them okay. do okay. yeah 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 um i think that uh, for freelancers like me, like you better be out there, not just doing PR. You, I'm not saying you all need to be like social media experts and be able to run ads and do all that stuff, but yeah. you better have like a general knowledge of the space at least. Um, maybe I think what's really smart and something that I think I did really well is you have a, a network of third party vendors that you can partner with so that you can offer those services to your clients at a reasonable cost. And, yeah, that makes you know, sense. yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think people need to to broaden their skill sets and I think that um I don't think there's a lot of room left right now for pride. Like mm. we're not all going to be in the Wall Street Journal. Like you're going to have to do press with like, you know, Mom Blog USA. You you just are. Like you can't you can't have a lot of pride right now. And I don't mean like you literally can't have pride. I think everyone should have pride. Right. But I just mean you can't turn your nose up at the smaller mom and pop blog in like Milwaukee, you know, because you yeah, never maybe know. has
0: a thousand super maybe, engaged. Yeah, readers. like yeah. maybe
1: they have only a thousand readers, but those one thousand readers are like ticket buying yeah. patrons of the local AMC, right? Mm-hmm. You might go to like a bigger site that has fifty thousand readers, and that might like that might look more prestigious, but their readers are probably far less engaged, right? So, I just think people need to start making some exceptions to the previous rules i think people need to broaden their scopes that's that's what well, i sad. think nice. that was great
0: we thank you. Sometimes Anything I else, sound Timmy? Deep. No. <laughs> yeah, it was deep. You like got all calm. I yeah. talked all fast, and I was like, get my question, <laughs> yeah. my thought in, and then you were like, oh, huh, well, good finish. Yeah, I keep thinking mm. in the but
1: I don't like how I sound when I'm recorded, so I'm yeah. I'm trying to stay calm so that I oh. can listen to this later and not hate myself. I, I used to, I used to be like that, and then I <laughs> I'm. I'm like, sure you had to get used yeah, to it. Yeah, if you yeah. hear yourself
0: so many times, yeah, I'm sick of hearing myself. <laughs> no, I'm not.
1: Thank you, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> You're so welcome. Thank you for having <laughs> <Goodbye>. me. Bye. Bye.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Again, use our code BS at rcitycoffee.com. You'll get 15% off any and all coffee orders. You don't have to go to the store. You don't have to drink all that sugar shit at that corner coffee shop. Get some real good quality coffee. You're an adult. Step your game up. Again, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.